Hello. Oh, I don't. Hold on. Let me make sure. Yep, we're recording. Hello and welcome. No, now we're recording. Jesus. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of the Big Tan and Rich podcast. This week, I am accompanied by a very good friend of mine, Mr. Michael. Hello, Michael. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. He felt uh, so bad about the uh, 12-minute podcast that he wanted to come in and save me from doing it again by myself. And I very much appreciate that. Yes, it was very sad. It was very pathetic. I, 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 I immediately knew that that could never happen again. Did you know I cried afterwards? I mean, you've known me since sophomore year of high school. Could you tell that I cried afterwards? No. I, I figured you... You don't you don't strike me as the Karen what other people think uh, about oh, your podcast. I didn't <laughs> I didn't care whatever other people thought about the twelve minutes. It was just that hard to do. <laughs> I like you know I can talk, but figuring out how to talk to yourself and try to make it last fifteen minutes is a talent I have yet to achieve. <laughs> Uh, it's hard. Uh, you know, the only people that can really listen to themselves talk for 15 minutes are any sportscaster. Yeah. No, not caster, like sports. Talk or analyst. just talk radio. Talk radio yes. people. Political, non-political, sports, non-sports. Oh my gosh. You guys. have to be a narcissist to do that. Colin Cowherd, Yes. Skip Bayless, yes. Even though he doesn't do much talk radio anymore. Uh, Dan Patrick, yeah. I mean, if you if you have people around you and you know it's two or three people and a conversation happens, that's one thing. I feel like, and I, I can't name names because I don't listen to sports radio enough, but a lot of times I feel like there are Fox Sports shows where it's like one dude showing up and just talks for an hour. Well, that's how, like, like Fox, I mean, to sound, not to pick on Fox or anything, Fox figured it out where they're going to they're gonna save as much money as possible by just having one person do it and fill in a time slot and be like, we can sell you this guy to these regions for this time period, and y'all figure it out from there kind of deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's not going to be the best, but he'll fill in an hour by himself, and that you can, if, if, you can't really tell it during the day, but at night, that's all I feel like I hear are Fox solo hosts. Yeah, or at random times on the weekends, like Sunday at 7 a.m. Yes, very much so. Oh, I may have my Sunday at 7 a.m. field. What is that? I have to tell you about this because it happened over the week. I have gotten into, it's a TV show on Netflix called Formula One Drive to Survive. <laughs> okay it's, is it like a docu docu series or something it's a docu series on the formula one seasons and it's okay because i i kind of have a i like it i enjoy it because there it's it's reality show with racing mixed in and also it's ultra 4k so it's cool looking so it's like everything my brain likes to process. There's drama, there's action, there's wrecks. There's also, you know, funny things that happen. Um, 
one thing that I do find really interesting is, is I don't think they sign these guys for very long contracts. So they're like constantly switching teams. So that's another like aspect of drama that's really cool to me is like one year this guy, they just didn't like how he performed. And so he goes to another team the next year and just does better with them with a random car. And then he won't re-sign with this new team and he'll go sign. It's just crazy. I think I saw a preview for that. And for some reason, I think in the preview, they talked about the the percentage of drivers that die or something. Well, and yeah. then they were, this is the most dangerous sport in the world. 35% of drivers die or something. And I was like, that seems a little high. <laughs> it is a little high. I don't know if it's this race. Um, I've watched, this is my third season that I'm on and only one person has died on the show. And that was a Formula 2 race. So Wait, I don't know. What is the difference between a Formula 1 and a Formula 2 race? Well, 1 is 1 and 2 is 2. <laughs> that's as far as I've gotten so okay. far. Um, and that's All as right. far as I'm going to get. Um, but I kind of like the idea of waking up on a Sunday, having a cup of coffee, and you know, watching the end of a race. But like, I, I have a hard out at a certain point. Their their races are seventy eight laps. I'm not, I'm not watching a race from start to finish. I, I mean, mean my, they don't they don't show the race from start to finish, do they? On Netflix? No, 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 no. That's why I like it on Netflix because oh, kinda, I got you. You know, but like if I wanted to watch a real race, it's on Sunday morning, early. Just have a cup of coffee and watch the race and kind of watch what unfolds, and then go back and watch the Netflix episode. Or watch the Netflix series because, you know, it, it's kind of like a docuseries on the season that passed. Yeah. And so, like, they're filming now the season that's going on. And so, like, I'll kind of go back and watch it and see how I like it. But so far, the show is good. Yeah, I enjoy it. Um, if anything, if you like cars that drive fast, then you'll enjoy this for that much because it looks cool. I do like cars that drive fast. I know, Michael. Um, I don't know why I did that. That is odd. Um, all right, well, let's get into it. I've jabbered on. Well, actually, one more thing, and then we'll get into it. Um, for everybody that does listen to our podcast, I want you to check out another podcast. Um, it's called the Nashville Restaurant Radio. Um, they did an interview with Bill. Uh, we've had Bill on. We talk about Bill's restaurant a lot, Shotgun Willie's. It's a really good interview. Everyone go check it out. Um, I will post it on our uh facebook page for everyone to go check out but please go listen to that and if you haven't been to shotgun willies yet please go and eat there i will probably go there this weekend actually and eat there so super excited about that um all right that's it let's (laughs) if you thought me trying to describe formula one was difficult michael let's Uh get into our first subject bitcoin and how me yes. and you have have blindly dabbled into the world of Bitcoin. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so talking before the podcast, it sounds like I might have gotten into it earlier. And I got out earlier. Yeah, or- I mean, I can tell you exactly when I got into it. Because I can just look in Cash App and tell you. <laughs> yeah, I can do the same. <laughs> um. So... I'm sure you got in earlier than I did. I bought my first Bitcoin uh, 
on January 29th. All right, let's see when I bought my first one. Oh, wow. Are you ready for this? Yeah. January 8th. Oh, okay. All right, all right. So 20 days apart, but that big of, like, that's what what you did is why I jumped into it is because the difference in price from when I bought it and when you bought it was about $10,000, I believe. And so that's why I really started looking into it because at this time it was just so rapidly, like just like every day you would blink and it was up $10,000 it felt like. Yeah, where, I mean, it just, it. I mean, in like a two-month period, it just went through the roof. Right, and then I think it topped out in April at 65000 and that's when I got out. See, I just kept a hold of everything, and then when it dropped, even when it dropped down into like the 40s, I bought more, and then when it dropped down into like the 30s, I bought more. See, <laughs> see that's smart because it's back at 38. So, like, now you could get another run at 60, 65 here pretty soon going into the summer. Do you think you'll just hold on to it again, or do you think you'll just hop out? Oh, I'm going to hang on to it. I'm, so I'm down 10 bucks, uh, but I'm just going to continue to hang on to it because – so I keep reading these articles. And, again, this is just random people talking, but yeah, um, I keep reading these articles where people – who are very legitimate, uh, not like Elon Musk. I mean, they're like folks on like CNBC and stuff, and they keep saying uh, Bitcoin's going to, and they, and I, you're going to say, like, yeah, yeah, right. But I keep seeing stuff that's like Bitcoin will hit a million. Jeez. And like, I mean, it got I, to 60,000. A lot of the bitcoin guys will just be like it'll never stop growing this it'll never the the amount it's worth will never stop growing and so that's nice to hear but it also you know it can it can it can drop a lot too it could take a big hit and so this last big hit it took was everybody's pointing fingers at i know elon musk i don't know if you heard what he when he yeah. said he was well see See, this is what's crazy. When it when he um he bought Bitcoin with Tesla money to kind of make it look like because it it was it was so high, it had raised so much to make to kind of help out with the books. And then once all that was over with, he flooded the market with his Bitcoin again to kind of go yeah, Bitcoin's not as good as I thought it was. And when he did that, it made the price drop. And so yeah. he kind of had his hand in that, which I was like, that's just kind of dirty pool. And then he went into the other meme uh, coin, which is Doge. Mm-hmm. And he uh, he has proceeded to uh, help increase the value of Hoge and kind of leave Bitcoin in the dirt. But it's still, I mean, it's still around. I mean, at 38,000, I mean... Hell, I remember when it started at 12. I saw an, an article about uh, there was some uh, like role-playing uh, tournament. Like I don't know if it was like Magic the Gathering or something like that. Yeah. Uh, when, when did Bitcoin come out? It was like 2008 or something like that? I feel like it was. I feel like it was like 
seven or six. I can do a quick Google search. Um, well, whenever it came out, uh, the the winner of this tournament, I, I feel like they got like ten Bitcoin. Wow. Yeah, and at the time it was like I guess worthless. You know, I mean, it was like it was right when it started. So whoever won that, I, I'm sure they didn't hold on to it. I'm sure they've. Or maybe like, they uh, did. Bitcoin 2009. 2009, okay. Yeah. And man, if you think about, uh, apparently there's a ton of people that, um, you know, now we can buy Bitcoin through like Cash, Cash App or anything like that. But in the past, right, they had these Cash wallets or whatever. Yeah, and, those sketchy wallets that no one really knew how to access except for one person. Yeah, and there's but there's a ton of people who have lost the I guess what you would call like a the key or whatever whatever the code is. Um, I heard about a guy who like looked for his flash drive and was like, "I have a flash drive with ten million dollars on it, and I can't find it." <laughs> well, there's also there's a guy that has like, oh, it's it's an ungodly. It might be thirty six million dollars in Bitcoin on a flash drive and he only has like three more chances at his password oh my gosh and then it's just gone forever oh i just can't even imagine like you, it, the, the guy's never gonna get his money he's never he's never <laughs> gonna get his money yeah here's my thought but, but here's a way to get views on tv is sell it Sell some advertisement from it. Try to get as much money out of it. You're not going to get your $36 million, Oh, I yeah. Mean, could you, could you, you get five? <laughs> get, no, like get five. Make a TV show out of it. Make it like a high-stressed Oh, TV I got show. you. <laughs> yeah, and really stretch it out. And wa- and let people... Wa- like Your emotions when you lose $36 million, even if you're making five, is you will shit your pants. Oh, yeah. You'll, you'll see that person die inside. <laughs> yeah, and so it, like that's worth a TV show, in my opinion. I would watch yeah. it just to see no, that part. I don't. I would feel. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd feel bad for the guy, but I'd be like, oh, screenshot. <laughs> when I eat too many wings, Twitter. I, I, yeah, I was about to say that face. His face would instantly be a meme. <laughs> oh yeah, a hundred percent. You know how many crying Jordan faces of that guy there would be? <laughs> oh, man. I can't even imagine, dude. No, it's just, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Like, um, even, like, I'm hanging on to it because if you have, like, if you have, like, 300 bucks or 500 bucks or whatever, and it just totally goes to nothing, okay, you're, you're out some money. You know, you're yeah. out a few pair of Jordans or something. It stings. It stings. But if it that does. thing grows to a million dollars, I'm just saying like one day, 15 years from now, I could either have A, <laughs> lost $500, which I don't even have $500 in there, but A, lost $500, or B, became a millionaire. <laughs> or C, have the exact same amount in there that's always yes. been in there. <laughs> yeah, that could happen too. <laughs> so like... That's a very, that's a very Bitcoin thing to happen, where it just kind of just stays where it's at, and you just have that money there. So that uh, I, I think C is probably the most likely. It's probably C. It, it it stays the same. Millionaire broke is how I see that happening as most likely. 
I mean, if here's the thing, not you're you're not going to do it with Bitcoin, but some of this stuff. I mean, if you have the balls to say, I'm going to take a hundred thousand dollars, and I'm going to put it out there. You can put a hundred thousand dollars out for at this point. You can put it out there for like a week and turn it into a million. Yeah, AMC. If you have the balls to buy stock in AMC and hold on to it. It's going to happen. I mean, had, there's that thing has had two surges that have that weren't supposed to happen. And like, I wouldn't do it now. There's no way I would touch it now. But I'm saying anybody who put a substantial amount of money in there uh, a month ago instantly. Oh, yeah. Become a millionaire. People who were late to the party and were like, well, I can't sell it now. I'm going to lose all my money. Today's their day. Today they're going okay. This paid off, and and you know you know you always see the stuff that's like hold it, hold, hold. Yeah, not me, man. Screw that. I don't care about the next guy. <laughs> if I put in a hundred thousand dollars and that thing hit a million, and they're I'm like, out. hold, we're trying to stick it to the man. I'm like, I don't care. I'm out of here. <laughs> I, I stuck it to him as much as I could stick it to him. I'm out. But yeah. I do like the idea of them just ruining those guys day that makes me happy inside <laughs> or actually let me say this i probably listen if i if i did some tenfold money like that i would probably i would cash out some of it i think that's the smart way to do it like half cash out half. half of it yeah. Yeah. yeah you're already up you know okay cool you're up four hundred thousand instead of a million but you're still doing great and if you lose all that other money technically you didn't lose anything. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I do like, I do. It is scary that Robin Hood suspended trading on it again. Dude, Robin like, Hood to me is should, should, go uh, away. Yeah. I don't know how anybody still uses it. I mean, there's so either. many other options out there and, and, so, and they won't, uh, and they don't stop trading on AMC. Now cash app stopped trading on AMC. When that went down, yeah. and I thought that was kind of, I was like, ah, come on, Cash App. Yeah, like, y- y'all are the shady uh, money transfer service. Y'all need to, y'all need to keep being the shady one. But Cash App has a lot of, uh, so Cash App is super limited on on stocks you can buy. Um, yes. Yeah, I mean, I've been wanting to buy a Volkswagen stock for like a year, but they don't, you can't get it on there. And I ain't gonna go to dang Charles Schwab and try to buy some Volkswagen stock. Well, you could do a uh, E-Trade. I guess, yeah. yeah. Maybe I. Really, I mean, come on, Michael. Come on, man. I mean, I'll be your guy. I'll be like, hey, this, Dude, you gotta be. You gotta turn forty before you can use E-Trade. No, and you gotta have <laughs> pants. No, you don't. You can you can use E-Trade. Maybe that's what me and you will do. We'll 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 put in some money and we'll open up an E-Trade account. <laughs> Okay, let's and do it. And we'll have some fun with it. Oh, God, this is nothing but bad things are going to happen. Um, <laughs> that's been financial talk with Mike and Seth. Uh, and we are not a financial advisor. We are not we financial advisors at no all. No idea what we're talking about. We just like all. to stop. It's, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. During the pandemic, the stocks were just gambling. That's all it was, was gambling. Yeah, you know what though, man? That's all it has ever been. Yeah. It's how long can you hold on to it 
for it to be its highest and then get rid of it where you think it's going to stop and hope it doesn't go higher than that when you get rid of it. So, yeah. Yeah. And then just put that back into something, put it right back into what you want to put it into when it's dead. Um, again, not financial advisors. Don't listen to us. We have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> um, Army of the Dead. Michael, tell me about this fun movie you watched. Okay, Army of the Dead. Uh, I'm not going to really give too many spoilers. I- I'm not going to give any spoilers. but You should, but I understand. So, I was kind of hyped up about the movie because um, I guess the director, it's, uh, is it Zack Snyder? Zack Snyder, yeah. Isn't he the dude who did the um, Mar- uh, the DC stuff? Yes. Yeah, so I was like, okay. I mean, they got like a big money director to do this, so this will be cool. Um, and for the most part, it's pretty cool. The 12-year-old boy inside me was like happy. Yeah, um, the cast wasn't terrible. Um, I mean, the acting was decent. but The, uh, the synopsis isn't a bad idea. You know, it's... It's Oceans 12 with zombies and guns. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Here's the thing. It is got so many plot holes. (laughs) Not just one. I mean, at least six to where it's almost like it's almost like whoever wrote the movie totally forgot about characters like there's there's a point in the movie seriously where a character just disappears like they're in the movie Uh and then they're not in the movie nothing happens to them a zombie doesn't drag them away no explanation it's like the person just stopped being in the movie It's so like how? they're they're never back. They're always just gone. Like they don't come back for anything. No, they just. I mean, it's like they forgot that this actor existed. Like one hundred percent. And there's, I mean, there's a there's a few things like that. Like if you if you can watch it and not question those things. And then there's other things too, like you know, the, the motive of them doing it. When you really think about it is just absurd. Right. Uh, not that they wouldn't do it. I mean, it's, I don't know, man. There's just some, there, there's some really big plot holes. You should watch it. Everybody should watch the movie only so you could, if not, only so you could see all the plot holes that are in it. <laughs> so you mean to tell me that the zombie tiger doesn't save in every, anything about this movie? I mean, they pumped that zombie tiger up. Like, every commercial was like, this, this, and a zombie tiger. Nah, I mean, it was pretty cool. Um, the other thing that I, I did find out, so when I, I didn't do any reading on the movie before I watched it. Okay. I just saw some previews and I watched it. And I was like, and I was like, okay, um, it's pretty cool that that it's a zombie movie. But apparently, it has a lot more. Uh, has a lot more to it. Like, uh, there's a lot of subtle stuff. Like, maybe those aren't just regular zombies, but they're robots, and that maybe they're time traveling. And, and there's a bunch of stuff that, like, I read after I watched the movie, and I was like, oh, 
okay, that makes a little sense. And maybe that's why the person just disappeared because they're time traveling. No, the person disappeared because they forgot about that person. I that you can't convince me anything other than that. Okay. <laughs> now, um, but like after reading, like sometimes with movies, when you're just kind of like, I don't really get that movie, and you go back and you read some stuff. Did it help the movie, or did it just it's still just a weird movie? Um, I don't think it made it any better, and and I'm I could be completely wrong, but I almost feel like. I am. I know I'm wrong on this, but it feels to me like they made the movie. They realized that it wasn't as good as it was, and they almost like went back and made uh, these claims, like, "Hey, everybody, maybe it's about time travel." Ah, and, okay. Or you know, or hey, everybody, maybe those aren't real zombies. And I know I'm wrong on that because there are some things to prove me wrong on that, but it, that's the way it feels to me. Okay. Like the, the, the things were so subtle, like the references to time travel or the references to the zombies being robots, or whatever was so subtle that it doesn't feel like they put much thought into it. It was more of a reach than it is an actual fact. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, so go check out Army of the Dead or not. Um, you know, Mike's not really giving it the the best. He, he thinks you should watch it and watch it on it. a Sunday afternoon when it's either when it's either watch this movie or clean my kitchen. Watch the movie. <laughs> All right, there you go. I like that. I like that. Um, God, I, I, I'm super excited about this next subject only because you had an opinion. And not necessarily on the subject itself. So I don't know where this is going to go. Um, but it came out today that David Spade is going to be the host of The Bachelor. Um, I don't know if it's going to be good or not. As sarcastic and weird of a person that David Spade can be. Um, I just don't know if I'm ready for him in that type of host setting I am not you're not like here's the thing David Spade might may be the nicest person in Hollywood but to me I've (laughs) always really thought that he was a creeper like you're surprised it hasn't nothing's come out on David Spade right I'm very surprised like that dude (laughs) sound like non-disclosure agreements or something Oh, like, yeah, I, I don't know. He's the well, it's same thing. He's the equivalent of like, uh, uh, what's the actor's name? Uh, <laughs> uh Leonardo DiCaprio, right? Oh, okay, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Just fifty dating like twenty-two year old women, and, and like I feel like David Spade's the same way. Uh, if you go back and look at David Spade's roster of women that he's date, dated, like he 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 gives a run to Jeter. Like yeah. he really does, and like, you, <laughs> like, like how? And then, but like, he's also, I, he's also a one of those weird guys that, like, I, like I think he's funny, but like, he's one of those guys that wears, he'll always wear those weird designer trucker hats, and yeah, those guys I, are <laughs> always just weird to me, man. Like, dude, twenty I, years he, ago, he's still wearing Von Dutch hats, right? 
That's what I'm like, saying. It's like he's a weird creeper. Like, and it just seems to me like he gives that vibe off. You're going to be on The Bachelor with, uh, like, a bunch of women. Like, women don't want to be around a sleaze ball. Like, see, I don't even know if he's. A, he may not even be a sleaze ball. He's yeah. not. It's just that's just my the vibe, man. He's just a weird. He's he's the fifty year old car dealer at the club. You know, he's like, yeah, I got on this collared shirt tucked in with the white collar and the white sleeve. <laughs> describe this describe this car dealer to me, Seth. He's a uh, David Spade size. He's got on the the Von Dutch trucker hat. He's got on a blue dress shirt, but it's got the white collar and the white uh, uh, uh what are those sleeve things called at the like end? The it's like the cufflink sleeves that are like. Right, like, but he doesn't have cufflinks in. Um, he's got it tucked in. The hat does not match. It's like an orange hat with like royal blue and yellow in it. And then he's got on black pants with a black braided belt that he's had since he's probably 30 and he's 50. Um, and he's got on some worn, almost worn through like loafers on with no socks. Um, definitely has on four rings and none of them are a wedding band. That's what David, that's what I think of when I think of David Spade. Look, we'll see how he does. He, he may (laughs) knock it out. You know, he. All the, the host shit, ten years. All the shit we just talked about him. He's going to be like the greatest host ever. <laughs> like I mean, you could, I enjoy, uh, um, what's the guy's name? Norm McDonald had a show, and he was on the Norm McDonald show, and I really liked his interview. And he seemed like a funny, nice guy. Well, he had a good show on uh, Comedy Central that got canceled, and he would have like comedians come on and like actually sit down and have a conversation with it wasn't they were there to do to promote anything they would just come in and talk and he actually did a good job at that it's just nobody watched it um maybe because it was david spade show um but it was really good and it went viral a couple times i always think it's funny whenever they talk about uh they don't really talk about it anymore because i don't know if anyone else knows it like Rob Schneider wasn't in Grown Ups 2. And he kind of had a falling out with the whole group. Like really? it was it was really weird. Like he just stopped being in like movies with Adam Adam Sandler. And so like it was weird. And everybody else was like, man, just come get a free check with Adam and just be rich. And I think you kind of want to be like I want to prove myself as like, you know, I'm just as good as y'all are. And so it was strange. Yeah, it was a strange time. It's also easy to do after you've made millions and millions of dollars. <laughs> yes. It's easy to be brave after you've made your million hey, dollars. Hey, all I'm saying, Mike, if you just one day want to start making movies and you want me to be in it and you're like, I'll give you a million dollars to be in my movie, I'm going to be in every movie. Yeah, same here. I mean, that's it. Up. Like I don't know that dude's name. What's the dude's name that always crosses his eyes? I don't even know if his eyes are really crossed, but <laughs> no one knows this dude's name. But he's in every movie, and I'm sure he makes a ton of money. 
Steve Buscemi? No, 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 no. The other guy, he's, he's got like a smoker's voice. Oh, that guy? Yeah, that guy's in a lot. He's in a lot of Adam Sandler movies. You're right. I, yeah. forgot, I don't know his name, but he is. I don't know if he's ever been in anything else but an Adam Sandler movie. No, he was on a TV show. He was on the Drew Carey show, I think. He was on a bunch of TV shows, but once he got with Adam, and I know he's a stand-up comedian, but once he got with Adam, like he was just kind of like, yeah, I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to kind of do this. And it's like, Adam Sandler, people who watch movies, people who review movies, hate his movies. But guess what they do? They make a ton of money. I love Adam Sandler movies. Dude, I do too. I'm not, a, I'm not a silly person, man. I'm not the type of person that likes silly movies. Like, but there's something about Adam Sandler movies that are, uh, this is going to sound corny, but there's something about them that are like, to me, like wholesome or like makes me think about like being young. I don't know, man. There's something about those movies that just put me in a good place. Like that, I agree with that. And I don't have to think. Like as weird as that sounds, and as like just like oh that's lazy, like sometimes just to unwind, if you just throw on an Adam Sandler movie, like you just don't have to. You can you can watch it and not watch it at the same time, and you you know you just catch a couple things that are funny. Like you don't really have to use your brain to watch an Adam Sandler movie. Right. You can shut off, and life is good. I agree with that. I like that take, Mike. Oh, but. You're not going to like what we're about to talk about. Yeah, there, there's got to be some uh, some pre- preface to this conversation. There'll, there'll be some preface to this because you're going to put me. You're going to try to put me in a box and uh, of things I did not say. But you we'll, put yourself in a box. No, we'll see. <laughs> All right, so we're going to do a little NBA talk with one guy who who's a casual fan and another guy who is. You're a little bit more than a casual fan, right? Nah, I'm a casual fan, man. Okay, I'm less than you. I really read headlines and I'll watch games every now and then. You'll watch. You watch more games than I do, hands down. But we did get into a little argument over the weekend, and it started off with I told Mike <laughs> I did not think John Morant was a top fifteen player. Correct? Yes. And then he proceeded to say, name 15 players who you think are better than John Morant. Correct? Correct. So I named 20. (laughs) You named 20. And you said one of the players I named you didn't think was better than John Morant because he didn't mean as much to his team as John Morant did. Right or wrong? And who, what player are we referring to? Well, no. Did you say that though about this player? And we'll, we'll like the big uh, conversation is about the player. His team or his current team? His current team. His current team. Um. Oh yeah. With that. Okay, you're cool with that. We're good. So so we're yeah. good. Leading into this, everything's fine. You put yourself in this box, okay? Okay, I've I walked myself to this box. You are now. You are in the box. The flaps aren't closed. The flaps are open. But the <laughs> box Michael has put himself in is the player that we're talking about. Is Anthony Davis? Michael is not convinced that Anthony Davis is better than John Morant. I am not. 
even when Anthony Davis, after game four, he was out, and they've got their doors blown off, you still don't believe it. Uh, no, I don't. And, I, and I'm thinking, like, overall player. Now, first, I have to say this. It is very hard to compare some players. This is no, it is hard to compare Anthony Davis to John Morant because two completely different positions. But I am hard headed enough to prove Michael wrong to do this. Okay. <laughs> so, so how, what's the, how can you prove me wrong? I don't know that there is a proving wrong on this. Where, now, if you can, where, I'd be proud of you. Okay. Where, where Anthony Davis is better than John Morant is defense. The Lakers are a completely different team defensively when Anthony da- – well, period. Anytime Anthony Davis is on the floor, they're a better defensive team, period. And that was proven uh, – when did they play? They played uh, Tuesday? Yeah, because they played a night. Yep, that's right. And that's so – let me go to the NBA because I want to try to f- find that score. I want the box score from that. That I should have looked this up earlier because this would help our conversation. <laughs> um. Well, I got it. Uh, let's see. All right. Cool. I found it. Uh. Geez. One fifteen to eighty five. So that was, that was that was Tuesday night score. All right. And we'll go to, I think. 30th is the last time they played. The last time they played, the Suns won by eight. And Anthony Davis got hurt late in that game, if I remember correctly. And that's why he's out. That's why he was out Tuesday. Yeah, like he didn't finish the second half. Correct. So there there it goes. So now, Friday the 28th, I believe the first game of this series, I am wrong, it's not. Maybe Saturday the 29th. That was not the first game either. When was it? Jeez, did they play Thursday? They did play Thursday. So Thursday, it was 109 to 95. A high-powered Suns offense got held to under 100 points. Yeah, yeah. So, no, I mean, he's he's a good player. His defense is great. Apparently, he has a ton of assists, which any any big man should have a ton of assists. Oh, oh, um, okay. Yeah. You know, rebound, rebound, pass it off, I think. Um, but um, let's look at that. Let's look at that game. All right. Which one? The that first was, one? Uh, playoffs game. Oh, game three. He wasn't in game three. Where am no, I at? So I'm looking at the game, game one, where he played the whole game is what oh, it was. Gotcha. Because that's when I can get his best idea. And he had 34 points. Ah, come on, internet. 34 points, 11 rebounds, and one steal was his uh, game. Game one. game one. I'm looking, it says Anthony Davis had 13 points. Anthony Davis, 40 minutes, 34 points. What am I looking at? Because <laughs> no one on their team had 13 points. Sunday are, you looking at, are you looking at game two, maybe? I'm looking at game one. It was 99 to 90. Game one was 95-109. 
No, game three was. <laughs> no, man, I, I'm looking at, at like <laughs> I'm looking on the NBA's website, man. I'm looking at I'm looking at NBA scoreboard Thursday the twenty seventh. Thursday, May twenty seventh, one hundred nine to ninety five. That's game three. No, the Lakers won. The Lakers didn't win game three. What is going? On? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Thursday the third. That hasn't. That's today, right? Okay, I'm ass backwards. Game three, because game four he did not play. Correct. Correct. So game, game four did not play. Game three, three. he played a portion. And that was 115 to 85, right? Mm. Suns, 115 to 85. That was Tuesday. Yes, 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 yes. Tuesday the 1st. Okay, cool. We're going to figure this out together if it takes all night, Michael. And then I'm telling you, this is great podcast stuff. <laughs> so Sunday, the Suns won, Sunday the 30th, 100 to 92. Yes. Okay. So... The next game is Thursday the 27th. And the Lakers won 109 to 95. Correct. And Anthony Davis had 34 points and 11 rebounds and one steal. <laughs> there we go. You're right. <laughs> okay. There is it. All right. We're going to walk this dog. All right. So. No, that that's was, an incredible game. That's a good game. That's a good that's game. An incredible game. That's the part of the game where I don't think John Morant, because of his body size, doesn't have that many rebounds in him per game. Now, game two, the Sunday, the 30th, where he did get hurt. What? Oh, that's <laughs> that was the hard out joke that we had, by the way. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, that's gonna see. He had six points when he got hurt, but he still he got hurt. Still pulled off a block. Still pulled off a steal, and three assists, four rebounds. Hurt, Michael. Hurt. He did oh. that nine, nineteen minutes. Hurt. I, I got you. So, I mean, look, uh, he's he's a good player. He is. If I'm if I'm building a team. And I need a big man. You know, maybe it's him. Okay, if so, you're telling me right now, if you're starting a team, you're taking John. Wow, thank you, ESPN ad, for just playing blaring in my ear. <laughs> that sucked. So you're saying if you started a team, you would want John Morant over Anthony Davis? Um... Uh, no, I I would want both of them on my team. <laughs> no, you can only, you're starting a team. You can pick one. Who are you picking? Um, and this is purely just so I can say I'm right. This has nothing yeah, else. Mean, like, I'm starting a team. I'm picking a player. Um, I would say I don't know, man. It's hard for me to say. I I mean I think I would go. All right, you got this player for ten years. Okay, let's uh, let's put it this way. Let's put it this way. Okay. Yeah, I got this player for 10 years. I'm picking John Morant. You got this player for five years. Who are you picking? Duh. 
probably still John Morant. I got this player for two years. I'm picking Anthony Davis. That's what all I needed to hear. So right now, Anthony Davis right is better now, than John Morant. I would pick Anthony Davis. How many? Uh, how long has Anthony Davis been in the league? Five years? Two years with the Lakers, five with the Pelicans probably. Oh, so, so seven, seven years. I want to say seven. So dude's been playing for seven years. I mean, he he's that's the top of his game. He's at the top of his game. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And that's why I think he's better than John Morant in the NBA. Well, John Morant is in his second season. So this is he was drafted in 2012, so he played 2013. I believe that's right. So seven, eight years. Eight years. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he is better than John Morant. So I was right. <laughs> I mean, okay. Currently, as we speak, yeah, he is. That that was the debate right now. Well, Are, that no, the debate wasn't who's. That's not my debate. My debate is who's going. I would say is who's going to be the better player. Like at the end of their careers, who's going to be the better player? And I think John Morant's going to be have be the better player than Anthony Davis. He's going to make he's going to do more than Anthony Davis ever did. Well, Anthony Davis already has a championship. Well, I mean, a lot of people have a championship, <laughs> <laughs> but not as one of the best players in the NBA. He did it in his prom. He did it as one of the best players in the NBA. I'm saying uh, he's good, man. He's good. <laughs> And I feel bad because I I, like give you. Here's the thing, though. When we had that conversation, I didn't give you a ton of pushback about Anthony Davis. You chose Anthony Davis. Well, I chose Anthony Davis because he got hurt. Their team is terrible without him. That's why I chose Anthony Davis to talk about. Yes, he has made it. He makes a difference when he's not there. Probably the Lakers are going to lose. You you will let you you can be talked into Anthony Davis right now is better than John Morant. I mean, not right now because he's hurt, but and the best ability is availability. So there's that. Um, but but yes. the bigger argument from that night is you still think James Harden. Yeah, James, is it James Harden? Yeah. Yeah, James Harden isn't better than John Morant. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I did not say that. I said that James Harden is not the greatest base, uh, basketball player there's ever been. No, I said that too. But the conversation was, name 15 players better than John Morant. And you said J- James Harden isn't because all no, he does no, is no, no, no. throw his leg I, out and get fouls. I huh? said James, I, I, I threw James Harden under a bus and said I cannot stand him and that I think he's overrated. I did say that. I did not say that John Morant was a better player than James Harden. Oh, so James Harden is better. I mean, numbers. the numbers speak for themselves. But also, James Harden, like I said, is um, people have have kind of figured him out. I almost sent you a clip. I almost sent you a clip the other day of it was like, um, I don't know, whatever uh, Charles Charles Barkley and and Shaq's uh, um, show is. And, And Charles Barkley said... Charles Barkley said, "James Harden is the uh, is the best player there's ever been." There's something like they literally Charles said something. Charles Barkley like said that. Yes, and Shaq and uh, I can't think of the other dude's name both stood up and they were like, "We're walking out." 
that's the dumbest thing I ever heard somebody say. Yeah, that's just dumb. And it and it made and 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 they were like, uh, yeah. I mean, they gave it to him, man. And he was like, I'm saying, I'm saying as it stands right now. I'm saying as it stands right now. So he was, I guess, he was claiming that he's the best player in the NBA. And people talk like that. The dude's not the best player. And no. especially, like I said, since since they figured out how to, since they quit calling so many fouls um, only, on players guarding him. And he's only averaging 24 points per game on a team I mean, that's, with Kevin Durant. And I mean, that's Kyrie good. Irving. I mean, it's, it's, it's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. You figure, you know, people got him figured out. I would like to know. I would like to know what his averages were. Like, I would like to see his averages over the years. I know his okay. lifetime average is twenty five, and his current year is twenty four point six of twenty five. Um, can't really count Oklahoma because he wasn't starting. Um, so that's not fair. Um, but in Houston, it was twenty six. 25, 27, 29, 29, 30, 36, 34, 25, 25. Those seasons he's had with the Rockets. Dude. Yeah. But Um, that was 19. Average 36 points per game for that season. Well, he was also the only person on their team. The next year, 34 points. Like, what I'm saying, though, is, like, he was extremely dominant. I would also like to see in those seasons where he's, where he's averaging, dude, he's averaging 36 games, up, uh, 36 points a game. Yeah. I would love to see um, how fouls correlate with that. Okay, hold on, let's see. Um, I don't know how to look up a foul stat. I don't know. <laughs> it says free throws attempted. I'm guessing this is per game is 11. So 2018, 2019. He attempted 11 free throws per game. That's his 36. That's his 36 point season. Okay. And then how many, uh, like, let's say this season. Uh, or last season. last season that he was in Houston. The last season he was in Houston, because he played a half a season this year, he had 11.8. So his last full season in Houston, he actually had 12 and made more at the free throw line, but he was also averaging 34 points a game. Smaller role in Brooklyn, still doing 25 points per game and only having seven free throw attempts per game, but he's also getting the ball less. Well, yeah. So I don't know. You just can't convince me that he's good. As good as people say, uh, he's a good, he's a good basketball player. Oh, he's top five in the league. I'd say, I would say he's top 10. I'd say he's top 10 in the league, but like I said, he, uh, he's not the best. uh, He plays dirty. Shady <laughs> ass basketball. I love it. Uh, I love it. Uh, I do think personally, I like watching. Uh, I think Kevin Durant is the best. I like watching. I, I can't. I can't. I really enjoy Kevin Durant basketball. 
I do too. I think he's so like tall and lanky and uh, slow though that it's not always exciting. Like I don't know. Like I guess I like explosive seeing like explosive plays more. He, I think he's a super smart basketball player, and he makes stuff look super easy. So it doesn't uh, it doesn't come off as exciting to me. Yeah. I can see that, but I think that's kind of his his game. I know he doesn't like the nickname Slim Reaper, but he just he puts people to sleep. You know, he's very. I guess it really reminds me of like just basketball. As weird as that sounds, it's like, yeah, the game is more focused toward fast movements going, but like he'll slow it down just enough for you to overrun a play. Like I feel like more people overrun shots on him than anybody else. Just yeah. because he's able to play really fast, and then he's able to just let me bring it back down real slow because I know it makes you uncomfortable. But he's also long, so it he's probably moving really fast. It's just it doesn't look like it. <laughs> right. Yeah, it just doesn't have the same effect. Exactly. Oh, that's funny. Um, All right, so we've decided that Anthony Davis is a better player than James Harden. Is that what we're getting from this conversation? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hands down. I, I, yeah. You're not going to get an argument with me on <laughs> that at all. I would say James Harden is a better player than Anthony Davis. Oh, you are crazy. <laughs> I can't stand James Harden. James Harden doesn't even play defense. <laughs> oh, my goodness, man. No, so Anthony you're telling Davis me, So you're telling hard. me you're putting a team together. So here we go. You're putting a team together. You're picking Anthony Davis before you pick James Harden. Yes. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> Hands down. Oh, God, yes. Oh, yeah. That makes me happy. That makes me happy. And if I'm able to, with my second pick, pick up somebody like Durant, which I'm not going to be able to, those two on a team is a cheat code. Those two on a team would just be flat out unfair. 100%. Yeah, I mean, the, the only way you're beating that team is if you have some three, some, some three point shooters, and then you'll, you know. And you can't miss because Anthony Davis is getting every rebound. Oh, you yeah. I have a ton of rebounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I hey, think, if, you, if you're shooting like the Jazz shot last night, then you're geez. okay. I will say this about, and, and I know it may sound like I poo-pooed on John Moran a little bit. I think John Moran is one of the most dynamic young stars in the NBA right now. I really do. Um, and I think 10 years looking down the road, if Memphis is able to hold on to him, Memphis will be happy that the Pelicans selected Zion because John Morant will be more of what you're looking for in the NBA. Yeah, it's it's definitely the better pick. I think Ja was the better pick over Zion. Yes. Not that they had that pick, you know, it was the Pelicans made that pick for him. So, yeah. So they should show him a little bit of gratitude. Um, well, I think it's a good spot to end it. I mean, I made you change your mind. So, and we're about an hour into it. It's eight <laughs> o'clock. Um, anything you want to say before we sign off? Uh, no, just bye, everybody. Bye. Thank y'all for listening. Uh, if you want to find us, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, Big Ten Rich. Um, I will post the podcast that Bill was on so everyone can go listen to it. It's a very good interview. Everybody go listen to it. Um, if you need to listen to us on other options, we have 
Spotify. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Podbean. We're all over the place. Thank y'all so much. Have a good weekend. No, don't end calls. Stop recording. That was almost bad.